Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 128 of Camp Strange. I'm your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your other camp counselor, Dave. <laughs> Always beware the camp counselor just named Dave. I'm just, at what point in my life do I just start going by Dave? Dave gives us chewing tobacco behind the boat shed. He says the he likes watching kids boat. throw up or something. <laughs> Dave's got a weird fetish. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're back to bring the spooky, wacky, weird, strange, and blue. Abu and, Dhabi. Oh, you have no idea. And before we get into these longer stories we have for you today, we've got to catch you up on any of the weird news you may have missed. And, David, I have a story right here as, uh, well, this this news article starts off with the quote that says, I was going to be a mashed potato. Florida boy recounts garbage truck horror. Oh, so that's fun. So, so, uh, a Florida, of course, Florida, shout out to Florida, a uh, Florida boy attempted to hide in a trash can. Um, I don't know why he was in the trash can. He's probably just trying to spook and scare people, but, um, he, while he was hiding in the trash can, apparently the garbage truck came in like, First off, he just got yeeted into a, a, a garbage truck, which is crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he got tossed into a, a garbage truck, and the seven he was seven years old. His name was uh, Elias Quezada, and he said, I was thinking this might be the end for me. God, that is like That's a dark saddest, thought for a seven-year-old. It's <laughs> the saddest thing I've ever heard. I mean, luckily, he's okay. Yeah, sea and captain? Yeah. <laughs> I was going down with me old vessel. Um, but he's like, he also said, I almost, I almost thought I was going to be mashed potato. Um, but <laughs> I like how just a singular. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not, he's like, I thought I was going to be baked potato. And his mom's like, no, it's mashed. And he's like, oh, okay, sorry. Um, but then I guess the eagle eyed driver of the uh, garbage truck, Waldo Fidel, he said he spotted the boy uh, on the truck surveillance camera, which is like crazy. I didn't know. Hey, man, <laughs> Waldo's, his... Waldo's are always looking out for hidden things. You're right. They don't. Yeah, you're right. I mean, no, but I get, I know what you're. Where's <laughs> I, Waldo? I get the connection. He's not looking out, but like, I get the connection. Um, to not be but... seen, you must see everything. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I loved you in Crouching Tiger and Dragon. That was very cool. But this this garbage truck had a security camera that, like, looked into the the garbage truck, which is, like, I don't – I guess it paid off this one time, so who am I to make that's fun of it? That's why it's installed. But, uh, yeah, I guess he's he spotted him. And this is the craziest part. There were apparently – chopper blades inside the garbage truck okay big blender yeah and he's like i saw him and i turned off the chopper blades and i just don't get what's what garbage trucks have security cameras and like chopper blades yeah, i was always tech. under the impression that it was just like a put the trash in there and smush it into a cube yeah i thought you just mashed it yeah like uh that scene in Ernest scared stupid you, you yeah no yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one when he's when he shoves he's in the garbage thing and it starts to crush on him like in Star Wars. Yeah, and he shoves the baby doll's head, Juice Baby's head, right in oh, the oh, not Juice Baby, right in the right in the gear. Please remember that anything but Juice Baby. Oh, it's so. <laughs> 
I'll be the first one to shove Juice Baby's head in a bunch of gears. I don't trust Juice Baby. One of Juice Baby's eyes is closed, <laughs> and one of them is open, and that scares me. And we need to be that needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> the kid said I don't like trash cans anymore, but he's safe. They got him out of there, and there's a picture of him that's like, it's just his little like eye and like he- top of his head like poking out of the trash can and like somebody took and he just looks so desperate because he knows he's going to become mashed potato yeah it, so. it reminds me of uh the movie old school when they're like hey didn't we put you in a dumpster that one time he's i got out <laughs> <laughs> oh is that the guy that they're like facing off against or whatever yeah. the yeah, dean the or nerd. whatever so jeremy yeah. piven oh i love a good jer piv yeah what a creep <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to him? Yeah, he, just, he got he's gone. He got me too'd, I think. No. Pretty sure. I don't think he was doing anything up until that me too thing though either. Yeah. He just did Ari from Entourage that's, and then that's it. That's what happens when you play a character too good. You it's never true. get past it. It's true. Anyway, so mashed potato. Yeah. That's my story. All right. Uh Twitch streamer made sixteen thousand dollars filming himself sleeping and letting viewers disturb him with alarm clocks and fake dog barks. Can we do that for this podcast? Holy shit. I, I mean, that's the thing. You can only imagine how many copycats they're going to be. Like, if you don't um, do the first one, I bet it's just like, be like, oh, we already see that. We don't need I to have do that seen some, Yeah, I have seen some other Twitch streamers try to do that. And they actually make money, which is crazy because everybody has their own fan base and they want to, like, mess with their guy or their yeah. girl or whatever. But, like, um, $16,000 is a crazy amount of money yeah. for doing nothing. There's a besides not sleeping. There's a great video of it's like a streamer who uh, I don't think he was very popular at the time, and it was one of those things where like people jumped on Reddit and were like, "Hey, this guy's asleep on his stream," and so like hundreds of people like went to his stream and we're all just like chatting in it while this guy was like passed out at his computer, and, <laughs> and then he like wakes up and he like kind of like realizes he's still streaming and he like looks at it and he's he realizes that there's like hundreds of people like watching him and he just gets <laughs> the funniest smile on his face. It's a great video. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that or something. I don't know. It sounds very familiar, but yeah, very that's, that's not nice. very wholesome. I think. Yeah, here this, we only got wholesome stories today. Oh yeah, <laughs> my second one's very wholesome. <laughs> okay, well I have uh, I have another one right here. As Ukrainian man invents murder to get police to clear snow from his road. Wow. <laughs> so- that's it's like the old uh, Kirby enthusiasm when he sprays a swastika on the uh, the pothole so they'll fill oh, it. Oh, to get them to fill in and the they, pothole. He gets caught on a security camera, and Larry David, That's the known right. Jewish man, is spray painting a swastika. He's a self-hating Jew, yeah. right? <laughs> so, so this Ukrainian man uh, has reported a fictitious murder to police in the hope that they would clear snow from his road when they came to arrest him. So he said he murdered somebody. Holy shit. Not only that there's like a body out here, but like I murdered them. So they said the man called police Saturday night to tell them he had killed his mother's partner by stabbing him. Uh, He said the victim showed no signs of life. And, uh, and apparently uh, they said the man also advised police to bring a snow plow because it was not possible to reach his house. Otherwise, and law enforcement officers were, however, able to reach the property in the small village of Gribova Rudnia in northwestern Ukraine using an all-terrain vehicle. And the alleged victim was safe and sound and no one had attacked him. So he not only 
said he murdered somebody and that he was the murderer, but the person was a real person and they're like sitting yeah. next to him or something. Uh, I was wondering if like it was like a fake person, like his mother didn't have a partner. That's yeah, exactly. That's kind of like when people go like, oh, like I have a family emergency and they can't say like an actual family. You can't say like my dad or my mom because it's like kind of bad juju. So you have to be like my stepdad or my stepmom or something like that because like they don't exist sometimes. Yeah. You know, but uh, so this guy, uh, my favorite part is that he said that <laughs> he said the road in question actually had already been cleared of snow in the morning, according to local authorities. But the man said he was unhappy with the work and hoped the police would finish the job. Oh, God. So, <laughs> so the road was already cleared. It just wasn't cleared enough for his liking. <sighs> Nothing's ever good enough for this guy, is it? No, but I think he has to. Uh, he faces fines up to I don't know how much money that is. It just says three fifty, and then a and a what are, what are they rupees? <laughs> what do they pay? Franks? <laughs> what do they got over in Russia? Yeah, I don't know. Potatoes? Yeah, there we go. Mashed potato. So um, <laughs> they have potato. Yeah, that's, but yeah, I guess it, there's a lot of snowfall, fifty centimeters in uh, in the recent days. So. Is that a lot or a little? I don't live in a snow place. I don't know. Sounds like a lot. Toby don't know snow. <laughs> I'm just a warm boy. I get heat rash. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, so that's my story. All right, let's keep up with the wholesomeness. Uh, Buffy star won't comment on Joss Weldon abuse until after spinal surgery for his paralyzed penis. <laughs> First off. His name's Joss Whedon. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Joss Weldon. You're confusing the people. And wait, what? Yeah, the guy's got a paralyzed penis. What happened? Uh, I was hoping you were going to read this one because I didn't read into it that much. <laughs> How can I read it? I actually did see that headline and I went, That's, that seems complicated. Uh, here's a I don't... here's a tweet. Uh, I gotta say, I did not see this coming as a reason not to go on the record about Joss. Uh, and quotes, my anus is kind of paralyzed, and so is my penis, which is weird. What? Wait, what? Yeah. I'm guessing he got in a accident of some sort. Yeah, it has to do something. I mean, it says a spinal surgery, so it must be a spinal issue. There goes Joss humiliating another person once again. Yep. Jesus, Joss. Uh, I can't comment jo- on any what is, of that. What but, is that name, Joss? It's, uh, it's a bad name. Is it like unless, they put unless two it's S's your in name, Joshua, and they, he just goes by Joss? It confuses my. It's math actually Joss. You. It's like Matthew. Joss. 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 You just got Jossed. <laughs> Oh, oh, that sounds bad. No. So what's no, worse is sounds... his real name is Joseph. Oh. Weird. Yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he ruined Justice League. Fuck him. <laughs> Snyder cut. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I hope that guy's penis and anus gets back to however it was before. Yeah. I, I keep us updated, David. Oh, I will. I'll be on the paralyzed anus penis hunt. Oh, that's a Dave thing. Yeah, that's a that's a big Dave thing. Just a normal <laughs> human. 
<laughs> anyway, I think we're caught up on any of the news unless you have something to add, David. No, nope, I had nothing. Okay, well then let's get into these stories we have for you because we have stories. So now, David, there used to be a, there used to be certain places you would go in your city or your country or in the world in general that would be considered dangerous. But with the current state of the world, it seems anywhere on this planet now is somewhat dangerous. With all this danger on land, we have forgotten the original the OG most dangerous place a human could go. David, do you have any guesses? Well, I know you're going to say the sea, but I was going to say <laughs> space. <laughs> Shit. Um, it, yeah, I was talking about the sea, but oh, you're right God. about space. I'm so happy right now because for a split second, I literally thought that you were going to start telling the story I wrote. Oh, really? Yeah. Yours is about like, space? Oh, fuck. No, it's not about space, but it's about a dangerous place that people Ooh. would go to during a pandemic. Oh, okay. Well, no, no. Mine's about the sea. You don't want to go here any day because, yeah. you know, My, it's yeah. just... Mine's a, uh, a national park. <laughs> and so you can see how I was, get, I was starting to sweat a little bit there. <laughs> okay. We're still waiting for that one day that we have the same story. It's be a just short that episode. One... <laughs> Every other word we we have to yeah. say it out loud because and we, our stories because we just copy and paste <laughs> we just copy and paste from the same article right? No, you're just reading you're just reading Wikipedia right? Uh, I'm I'm reading Rush Limbaugh's blog. Oh, rest in peace. <laughs> I had to take out a lot of hate speech. <laughs> so 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 like I was saying, we're talking about the sea, baby. And I know what you're all saying. Really, the sea. That's what you think is the most dangerous? And that is why I will respectfully be floating across the ocean's blue water while you will be disrespectfully sinking down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. But don't worry, it's not too late. Because I can help you across a certain part of the treacherous ocean. Yes, it may be a small portion, but from what I hear, it's one of the deadliest. And that isn't just because of the weather, but because of what lurks right below the surface of the cold waters of northern Scotland. And that is why today I will be telling you about the legendary Blue Men of Minch. Ah, love love those Minch boys. <laughs> Minch boys. Anyway, so you're probably wondering, what is the minch? David, what's the minch? I think that's um, – no, I'm not going to say I was going to say. Uh, I don't I know. Just, <laughs> I just wanted you to guess something that I, definitely wasn't the minch. I was going to say something that was going to be very inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> it's the area between your balls and your butthole? Sure, let's go with that. That's better. <laughs> okay, there we go. So we all know it's a gooch, okay? But we're just—it's the you can have now. more than one word for something. There we go. Um, so the Minch is a strait that separates the northwestern Highlands of Scotland and the northern Inner Hebrides from the northern Outer Hebrides. Are you trying to say hybrids? No, it's H E B R I D E S. Hebrids. I'm definitely not saying it right. <laughs> Uh, Scottish accent here. Uh, Sean Connery. Hebrids. <laughs> Spot <laughs> on. The Hebrids. Called me, called me Brids. Hebrids. <laughs> Is he still alive? A, he just died. 
Did he? Yeah. Oh, fuck. About the, around the same time as Alex Trebek, which is crazy because yeah. they have that SNL sketch together. So they're just playing Jeopardy up in heaven. I hope Rest so. Rest in peace. So, but uh, if that doesn't make sense to you, what I just explained, it's just the waters between the northwest mainland of Scotland and, like, the island part of Scotland, a little bit more northwest. So it's... There's like if you look at Scotland, there's like a little group of islands on like the top northwest part, and then there's a mainland that's right underneath them. And the and the Minch is that little like area of water where you pass through. It's kind of like a little, little shortcut to get around like parts of Scotland. And okay, I see it. Yeah, and that's where the that's where the <laughs> sorry, my entire but, wall is a map. I'm very uh, very worldly. Smart. Yes. <laughs> I have a ladder and a bookshelf and a globe that opens up and there's whiskey inside. It's not just a ladder, but it's got wheels. It's not just a ladder, but you can fall off it, too, while you're trying to read up there. Those pop-up books always get me. So, so, um, but yeah, this is where the blue men live. They live there, not in Vegas residency. No, 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 no. They don't have a residency in Vegas. They're in Minch. So... These waters are very unique in terms of folklore, though, because although it is part of the Atlantic Ocean, unlike, you know, like Loch Ness, the blue men do not travel outside of the Minch. Unlike some water cryptids, they usually cover like a coastline of certain countries or areas. You know, like um, in Scotland, I think you've talked about them, David, Kelpies, which is a Scottish cryptid that is a water cult. So it's a horse that like... You see, like, Poseidon kind of riding what looks like a Kelpie, you know what I mean? Like, Poseidon or, I don't know, whatever water gods in other cultures they got. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the, the Kelpies could also control, like, the rapids of the oceans and or, you know, the, the waves and everything. So, But they, they cover, like, all of Scotland, all the waters around Scotland, while the Blue Men are just in the Minch. So the mythical Blue Men may have been part of a tribe of, fallen angels apparently uh that split into three groups uh the first became the ground dwelling fairies the second evolved to become the sea inhabiting blue men and the remainder the merry dancers of the northern lights in the sky so these angels became either fairies blue men or literally green lights in the sky Oh, Which cool. Are, yeah, I, I kind of liked it. It was kind of like a give me a little bit of a Lord of the Rings vibe, like the men, the dwarves, and the elves, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I actually like that little piece of folklore. So the blue men live in underwater caves in the turbulent tidal water around the Shiant Isles, known as the Current of Destruction. Fuck yeah, that's sick. So it's known for its shipwrecking reputation, obviously. Like I said, you don't want to be traveling through the Minch, whether it be on my body or just a body of water. You got to be careful. Yeah. Because you can, you can get real roughed up in the Minch. <laughs> there's a lot of bad things. You go too far to the left, oh, you go too far to the right, oh, and you got to watch out for me and your sake. So And all those skin tags. But I don't have skin tags. <laughs> How would you know what my minch look like? <laughs> Get away from me, minch. That's kind of Irish. Stop rustling me, me minch. <laughs> oh, I rode a horse today. I rode a kelpie and I got a nice rash on me, minch. <laughs> Is it a nice rash on your minch? It's a kelpie one. 
<laughs> Amen. So when the blue men sleep, apparently floating just below the water's surface, which is another like totally reminds me of Lord of the Rings when they're walking through that like death bog, oh, yeah. you know, like the the swampy lands. And I always have to close bog. my eyes on that part. Oh man, that and when Bill goes, <laughs> yeah, that oh that still scares me. I get so horny during that scene with his little sharp teeth. Oh, little chiclets. Mm. Mm. So, so, so they're just floating right below the water surface. The water is fine when they're asleep, and the minch is calm. But when they wake, they conjure and play with storms, splashing the waters with mad delight. So, you know, they're not like they're not trying to crash your ship. You know, it just happens because splish splash. I was taking a bath. All up in the minch tonight. Mm. Keep going. That's a that's a weird song. Why did yeah. that? Why did that an chart adult it? man make that song? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like rub a dub. I was playing in the tub, so, fucking with my ducky. This is like the the neighbor. You find those photos online of them wearing a diaper. Oh my god! Yeah. We've all he's had like, why those. do you have so much? You're like, you walk into his house, you're like, why do you have so much Mr. Bubble? And he's like, don't fucking worry about it. Do you remember Mr. Bubble? Yeah, I think I, I used I used to get infections from that thing. Oh, right on the <laughs> minch, I see. <laughs> Mr. Bubble's banned in our household, that's for sure. <laughs> they call him Minster Bubble. <laughs> so, much less uh, fun to pop. No, no, not. What the fuck did you just say? You said bubbles. How do the bubbles form over your skin tags? <laughs> no, they grow under. I fucking hate this podcast. <laughs> I hate this podcast. Anyway. So the blue men wear blue caps. I have no idea what that means. Are they like swimmers? Oh, yeah. Or are they baseball caps. players? It's like a little... To protect their kelp hair. <laughs> I don't think they have kelp hair, but... Oh, they do now, they, baby. They do. I mean, in all the pictures I've seen, it's just kind of... They're all bald. They're all they're That's all smooth. the cap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, why would they put on a cap at all if they live in water? Just shave it off, man. No, man. Yeah. Just because nobody gets to enjoy it doesn't mean you can't enjoy it for yourself. Wow. Remember that, guys. Yeah. Self-care is important. Don't... Just shave your head because everyone's peer pressuring you to do it because you live in the water. Specific for one person out there. You're welcome. So, like I said, the blue men wear caps and are human size with gray faces and long, restless arms. So they're always moving around. Good buys, good tries, good forearms, burning a lot of calories. Um, they are sleek like. Oh, they are sleek because you about to get David. You about to get Harney when you hear this next description. Good, because good, good, they good, often. Good, good. <laughs> oh, ew, his get... stop touching your minch! What are you doing? I'm getting comfortable in my chair. I'm not touching my minch. <laughs> so, so they often swim with their torsos raised out of the sea, oh. but they can also dive like porpoises. Mm. Oh. They swim. They they jump out of the water like a nice poor pie. I like that. That's a pie I want to bite into. <laughs> Ooh, I'll have seconds on that pie. Ooh, just look at that crispy, crusty, tender, flaky crust on that pie. Don't worry about that dollop of hair on top. 
Did they get like a Hershey kiss of hair on top of their fucking heads? Yeah, but it's, it's green because of the because of the kelp. Because of the kelp, I get it. So they have been uh, they have been described as also having wings as well. But I'm guessing they're not wings. I'm guessing it just like helps them swim, like you know, like Michael Phelps's webbed toes or something like that. They just get like you know they got some like underarm kind of wingage going on, but not for flying purposes they they're ground creatures the, the minch is all they've known so. well you know yeah you're seeing them flying fish in hawaii no are they a thing are they a yeah. thing you don't really? know about the flying fish was it really flying or is it just jumping out of the fucking water they jump out of the water but they got really big uh really big flappers that look like wings i think I don't know. oh well i mean it's probably just doing a porpoise move right yeah they're like small a dolphin fish but they, the, the whole lot of them jump okay you well, don't know call about me the when, flying fish? Call me when they beat a chicken. Okay. Not like beat up a chicken, That'd but be like cool. beat its beat its beat its uh, what? Time. It's time. Oh, it's time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think I'm going with this? I don't know, man. I don't know what you're wanna, doing. God, I just been like I've been fucking ruminating in my in my room about a chicken and a fish fight for a long time. Yeah. I just like I I'm why hasn't McDonald's like made this a promotional thing yet? I honestly like think a fish, fish a fish is gonna win every time. Are you just pulling this from like, the other guys when he talks about the lion going and fighting the the school of tuna? You know that's you're a, losing that battle nine times out of ten. That's a movie I honestly don't remember besides the guys jumping off the roof. Oh, that was a great scene. Oh, Dwayne. Yeah, I didn't want to do spoilers. How they kill off Dwayne? Okay, anyway, that movie's like ten years old, but um, like oh, I said, spoiler time. <laughs> yeah, save it for the end, David. So they're seen uh, as the personification of the sea, churning waves, uh, storm, and high winds as they emerge from the sea, wreaking havoc. But it is not just the weather they use to cause destruction; they also have another tactic for protecting their waters. So. Many ships have been lost to the violent sea of the Minch, but the ones lucky enough to return told a story that would make you want to grab the newest Eminem album and an awfully hot coffee pot for a long night of studying. Why, you ask? Well, it is said that when the Blue Men approach a ship, the leader of the Blue Men, his name's Shoni, or I don't know if that's his name or if that's like a title. Like that's like I'm the chieftain. He's the yeah. Shoney. You know what I mean? Sounds like but, one. Yeah. So when the blue men approach the ship, the blue men leader, Shoney, issues a challenge to the ship's captain. If the captain refuses the challenge or fails, the blue men will climb aboard the sides of the vessel, capsizing the ship in those treacherous waters. But don't worry. Because the crew can save themselves by accepting the challenge of a poetry duel. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I got an awfully hot coffee pot for you fucking minchers. You little minch boys. I'm going to get you. <laughs> I love all this Eminem references. I was thinking, yeah. I, it might have been yesterday I was sitting there. I was like, do people still listen to Eminem? Has like that kind of just like gone away? No, he's like he's good. Is he's he? good, but just like his, 
you listen to him now because he rhymes crazy. He just like rhymes really fast, but like his songs back in the day were much more like cohesive, but now he's just kind of like rapping fast. And he's like, I'm the best rapper. I'm the best rapper. I'm the best rapper. I'm the best rapper. I'm the very fast rapper. I'm a fast rapper. I'm a very fast rapper. And, and the coffee pot. In the coffee pot. So, like I said, Shoney, the leader, will shout a line or couplet of poetry, and the verse will be completed in perfect rhyme and meter by all on board, which is crazy. I don't know how they're all doing it, but they said all. I thought it would just have to be the captain, but they all have to do it. Well, okay. I mean, if this is a thing that if you have a – like a 10% chance of this happening, 5%, 2% chance of this happening, you still got to be prepared. And they're always singing them she san- the sea shanties. She shanties. She shanties. And, I mean, why not? You know, to every every top of the hour, you, you stop and you do your poetry. Yeah, but, like, here's the thing that you have to remember. Uh, usually the blue man starts it, and I'll, I'll read you one of them. I'll read you a little Oh, so couplet. then you can't come prepared for the battle. That's what I'm saying. So it's like... Boy, that complicates I, things. Yeah. So like I said, if you fail, the blue men will drag all souls down to the bottom of the sea. And this is how it would sound on a successful poetry battle. Okay, so it goes, Blue Chief, he says, Man of the black cap, what do you say as your proud ship cleaves the brine? And the skipper goes, my speedy ship takes the shortest way, and I'll follow you line by line. And then the blue chief goes, My men are eager, my men are ready to drag you below the waves. And the skipper goes, My ship is speedy, my ship is steady. If it sank, it would wreck your caves. That's, look, that's cool. I like caves. <laughs> But like you have to like, I mean this is this is a difficult task. This guy's like steering a ship. It's real yeah. stormy. Oh yeah. Some guys in your ear talking about rhyming, and it's not like an easy rhyme. He's like, yeah, I'm waiting for you to like come back with the rhyme real quick, and everybody has to say it. Jeez. You think? I don't know. What if it was like a thing where the captain says it, and then the whole crew has to repeat it? That might be a thing. But, like, I'm also thinking that maybe back in, like, old Scotland, they're just, like, every. I feel like everybody just talked in rhymes all the time. It's true, yeah. They're, like, <laughs> they're, like, have you seen the doctor? I'm in a pinch. I have a rash right on me, Mitch. <laughs> How long have you been cooking that one up? Literally two seconds oh, dude, in my head. you're a poet. I know. You know that. You're a poet. You, de- I'm you, deserve, Sean you deserve your own movie. What's it called? Uh, the the minch the minstrel cycle. <laughs> Don't go back in the waters. There's sharks now. <laughs> Get it? Because the uh, the sh- and, and the uh, bears. Okay, yeah, and the bears and the bears. God, I have to describe to, to a couple hundred people the what a minstrel cycle is okay god i'm not ready for this so like i said uh if you complete the poem with no mistakes the blue men will succeed back to their caves allowing you to pass this time but 
I mean, the blue men also have a life outside of murdering groups of sailors, you know. They like woodwork. Because, <laughs> they, no, there would be no way they could woodwork because all the wood would just float to the surface and they're in caves down below. That's half the fun. Metalwork. Metalwork. <laughs> yeah. Do they have metal in 17th century Scotland? Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what happens past the 1940s. If somebody's like, what does Scotland look like in the 1940s? I'd be like, a couple bales of hay, a guy with a cow. Potato. <laughs> One potato. It's really just a child in a tra- trash compactor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's mashed, baby. It's mashed. It's just going to mash it. So, um, but like I said, so they do have hobbies. They have one hobby on the list because on a bright, clear, on bright, clear night, they play shinty. The Highland game played with stick and ball that is similar yet different to field hockey. Uh, I was gonna so, say, is this, is this the origin of uh, golf? Uh, but that was Bilbo Baggins. No, that that was Bagger Vance. You mean? Yeah, sure. The guy that sells refrigerators. <laughs> Wait. Wait, is the legend of Bagger Vance about him creating golf? Hold on, who's Bagger I- Vance? You said Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Did you mean Bagger Vance? That was Will Smith in a movie. No, no, no. In The Hobbit, the book, there's a part. I don't think it's Bilbo. I forget who it is, but there's a part where it's talking about how some warrior hit an orc's head off with an axe or a sword, and it went flying and landed in a hole, and they like joked that that's where golf came from. Oh, no. That's orc head. Orc head. <laughs> orc head. It's... It's a uh, Olympic sport this year, but it got so. canceled Uh-oh. because of uh, the Be- COVID. Because of the dogs. Because of the, the, they just they get the orc head and they run off, but it just looks like floating orc head is scary. But they don't want to watch to play the game. They they call it they call it floating orc head, <laughs> and we call it orc head. It's not fair no more. Mysterious dog prince in the grass. They appear <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> the, the poop the poop visible but the dog did not the poop visible boy smell the dog not <laughs> so, so where was i um like i said they're playing they're playing field hockey uh so i guess they do come off land sometimes right so they can show off their nice hershey kiss uh yeah. green hairstyle so the blue men of the minch were also linked to a pagan fertility ceremony that took place on lewis on all saints day whatever that is oh yeah um families gathered to brew ale from the season's grain and at night someone waded into the sea up to their waist and offered a cup full of ale to shoney you know the little chieftain guy shoney um shoney 2012 um, asking the water spirit to deliver seaweed to the shore to the shore for fertilizer, so they'd go they go dump a half an ale or a full ale in the sea and be like, "Can this is like worth at least a, a couple seaweed?" And then he would just have to pay his tab later, yeah, because they needed that fertilizer. They pour one out for the homie. So exactly. So he poured the ale into the sea, and they retreated to the nearby church, where they uh, where there was a single candle burning on an altar. And when it was finally extinguished, everyone moved to a field to drink the rest of the ale and have a party. That sounds really fun to me, honestly. I see like all the, like 
keeps going back to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Every, like every time I see a Shire scene where they're just like partying, I'm like, God, that looks like so much fun. Anything seems like fun now. A child's birthday party sounds like fun now. God, I saw that kid stuck in the, the dumpster. I was like, that seems like fun. <laughs> I want to be mashed potato. Oh, seems God, like I'd fun. give anything to be mashed potato in public these days. <laughs> The Wiggles actually are doing a concert for him, but it's very traumatic when they're like, mashed potato, mashed potato, and the kids just start screaming, and then Anthony falls into the fucking trash compactor, and the, the guy, he doesn't stop. He knows he wants Anthony to be mashed potato. Where I'm confused is how do you have knowledge of the Wiggles? I have knowledge of the Wiggles because... Katie apparently used to watch the Wiggles when she was a child, and her mom was a fan of Anthony. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hachamawa. Google's sex doll that looks like Anthony from the Wiggles. <laughs> it's full of mashed potato, so, I mean, How old is Katie? Is she, like, 13? She's 12. Oh. But, <laughs> no. This is none of your business, you, you jerk. I, I thought the Wiggles was like a big thing like not that long ago. Just because you're 45 doesn't mean that everyone else doesn't know what the Wiggles I is. am 22. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that sometimes. I feel like I want to like, my birthday's coming up. I'm about to turn 29, and I'm just like, can I like tell people I'm 24 or 25 and they'll believe me? And they're like, those bags under your eyes don't say 24. And I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Anyway, so um, I just like walk into a conversation. I'm like, so you guys see the new Wiggles song? You see the new Wiggles song? Fuck, I'm, they, my cover's blown. Fuck, they know. They know. They know I don't listen to music. <laughs> so so um, just to wrap this up, next time you find yourself on a ship, Traveling specifically through the Minch of Northern Scotland, make sure to have your Rat Battle Spiral Notebook, a pint of ale, and some floaties ready. Because who knows when the Blue Men will wake again. (sighs) That's an awfully stormy fucking sea. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, well I guess I'll start mine now. You uh, should. Before I start... I don't want anybody to think today is going to be all monkeys and boners uh, because my. St- <laughs> why? Why are you telling? Why are you talking to me then? Uh, because today my story isn't is as interesting as it is sad. Uh, this is the oh, story cool. of the disappearance of Dennis Martin. Do you know about Dennis this one? Martin. No, Dennis Martin. So, uh, this story took place in the United States on June 14th, 1969, when a six-year-old boy suddenly vanished in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park in Tennessee. Oh. So, as the story goes on... They're going to find him, right? Live? Well? As the story goes, on June 14th, uh, you know, like I said, 1969... Uh, the Martin family visited the national park and they ran into some other campers who actually happened to also be named the Martin family. Uh, what a quinkadink, uh, man, they should make a, a comedy with Ed Helms. <laughs> this is very funny. Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is good. I wish I chose some Steve Martin and Martin Lawrence. Yeah. I'll take it. That's good. And that one kid with the eyebrows. The, uh, Yeah. Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey plays a six-year-old boy. Dad, I'm getting a rash. 
That was a horrible Gilbert Godfrey, but that was a really good Minch Rash impression. I thought you were about to sneeze when you went into that impression. I can't get close to the mic if I'm going to do Gilbert Godfrey. It's true. It I met him happen. once. He's always loud. Uh, so the <laughs> Speaking Mar- of hobbits. <laughs> the what? Martins, uh, number two, also had some kids with them uh, for Dennis and his older brother to play with. Which goes without saying, both families were happy to have the kids go play and have fun while the adults could, you know, talk about business and car dealerships. And Anthony from the Wiggles. The men wanted to be him. The women wanted him. (laughs) The Wiggles envied him. (laughs) The kids decided to play a game of good old uh, scare mom and pops as the kids would hide in the bushes and jump out to frighten their parents. Uh, It was at this time... Dennis was last seen as his father. Uh, you know what? Huh? I'm going to say I do that, but with other campers, <laughs> other families. I, ju- I hide in the bushes. Yeah, yeah. Other kids. Me and the kids are in the bushes. With Just other, me, I like to the jump kids, out. Dave. <laughs> I like to jump out and scare other people's pee-pees and papas. <laughs> Papa, where's pee-pee? <laughs> pee-pee went to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> okay we can move on now sorry <laughs> oh fuck not a good time uh so like i was saying dennis was last seen as his father watched dennis go behind some bushes at the tree line dennis's father approached the bush to get his son and dennis was gone uh, and by the way nothing good happens behind the tree line we went over this yeah Stay that's, right, that's, that's right, kill <laughs> on those on those desolate roads. I'll drag if I drag you behind the tree line. You're not coming back. <laughs> so uh, Dennis's father <laughs> ran two miles up and down the trail looking for his son, but stopped when he realized there was no way his six year old son uh, could have traveled this far on his own. This mm. is when the family called the park rangers, and a uh, a visitor of the park named Harold Key reported hearing a loud scream on the afternoon Dennis Martin went missing. Shortly after, he claims to have seen what he called a disheveled, 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 man, disheveled man uh, which means an unkept messy person, uh, who was covered in hair, and uh, he was, you know, he was attempting to be, he was, he was trying to be unseen and fleeing through the woods. He was trying to be all sneaky and Make sure people couldn't see him. Was I'm guessing he might have been naked, right? If he's covered in hair, but they didn't. Again, yeah, they didn't specify in what he was wearing. Hair. They just said that he was all crazy looking, covered in hair. Mm. So uh, mm. Harold, mm. <clears throat> excuse me. Can I have a moment? Can we pause? Yeah, we can pause. <laughs> okay, we're good. So Harold Key and his family also noted that the figure had a red object slung over his shoulder which would match the clothing Dennis Martin was last seen wearing. Oh, no. Yeah. David, you weren't kidding. What? They better find Martin. What's his name? What's his first name? Dennis. Dennis. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. The menace, Martin. <laughs> so Playing like, a prank. It's like a basketball player. Mr. Wilson got him. Dennis the menace Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this seems like a simple kidnapping of some sort, but the FBI ruled it out, given that the sighting had taken place more than five miles away from where Dennis was last seen, 
and uh, the Key family was unable to provide an exact time of their sighting. Uh, Key also noted later that the man may have been a moonshiner, explaining his uh, reluctance of being seen and given his unkept appearance. Oh, shit. That kind of scares me because I have seen the movie Wrong Turn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have seen numerous videos on YouTube of people from Backwoods, West Virginia, who clearly have only seen the inside of a bedroom with their cousin and the inside of a Walmart. And that scares me to think of what them grabbing somebody and taking them back to their shanty shack not that like, i don't hills have eyes maybe uh, exactly and i'm not even i'm not even talking bad about west virginia this is a very small population <laughs> of people that scare me in west virginia so one retired park ranger was disappointed in their failure to properly follow up either footprints of the sighting of the man or just you know trying to figure out who he was uh the retired ranger argued his case by saying that the man's location was downhill from where Dennis disappeared, and it was more than reasonable for a relatively fit individual to cover that distance in the time frame, even carrying a six-year-old. So he was he was pro that Dennis got kidnapped, and then the FBI was like, he didn't get kidnapped, he's missing? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So around 1,500 people searched high and low for Dennis, uh, even leading the Martin family to contact psychics for help. And that's when you get desperate, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, and that's, like, not that cool either from the psychics part because I'm hoping that there's some kind of connection going on, but if there's not, that's, like, super fucked, right? Yeah. Not cool. So on June 23rd, police dogs were brought in to help sniff out Dennis. But strangely enough, when the dogs arrived to the area, they refused to work and track the area, only to sit and whimper, looking terrified for their lives. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's not good. What's nearby? I think I know. What? They smell. They smelled them, but they couldn't see them. <laughs> they can never see them. <laughs> we had a good old-fashioned... <laughs> Dog Civil War. The normal dogs was the Invisible Bunch. And guess what? The Invisible Bunch had the numbers, but you couldn't see it. You never see it. Anyway. You could only smell it. (laughs) There's a bunch of poop on the ground. They couldn't tell what the dog was, but the poop on the ground was evident that the dog was there. The dog was always there. Okay, I'm done. So on the 26th, a man called into Carson Brewer of the Knoxville News Sentinel. This phone call was very bizarre, and uh, the man told Brewer to tell the searchers to look in the trees and treetops for Dennis, not the oh, ground. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, uh, I never really thought about that. But it was kind Little of kids. like, it was almost like a threatening way. Like it made, it made everybody very uneasy. Oh shit! This is like a random caller. Uh, yeah, we got a random caller. Yeah, I guess it was like super creepy. Oh wow! So the official search would end on June 29th. Unofficial efforts would continue to sweep the national park into September, 
the Martin family refused to believe that their son was dead, being that no body, blood, or any evidence would be found. So one very interesting detail about this story, aside from this mysterious hairy man, uh, is that the government and military were heavily involved in this search, which is not the usual case on a missing person. Mm. Is it because it was a national park for some reason? Well, um, well, they so they used, which is what reported, which was a fixed wing plane, multiple helicopters, a dozen jeeps, multiple National Guard units, and special forces, and even several military command posts were built in the area. And uh, official reports said that there was a note from President Richard Nixon demanding to be kept up to speed and that he was personally monitoring the situation. Whoa. So, like, that's kind of wild. Yeah, the government and the military are acting like this is like a huge level threat. Because they fucking, their guy got out. Well, whoever that, whatever that hairy thing is. Yeah. He has broke out of some secret bunker or something. Exactly. Like, what the fuck is going on? Is that the conspiracy theory behind that? Oh, uh, we're still going. Okay. We're not done yet. Towards the end, the Green Berets showed up heavily armed and told park rangers and independent searchers to hit the road and not get involved with what they were going there to do. What? Yeah. The Green Berets are like... Make more hats? What? Is that what they do? Green Berets are like insane, like one of the most brutal task forces of the military. But why are they wearing them hats? Because they can? Because you have to be one mean son of a bitch to get to pull off a beret. <laughs> Do they carry a baguette around with them? <laughs> no, they'd kill me in two seconds. Yeah. No, not even. <laughs> like you would you would you would it would be one of those things in the movie where your head would be cut off and you'd be blinking and like looking around, not knowing you're mm. dead. Oh, that's cool. Like the guy in Thirteen Ghosts when he gets uh sliced in, in hot dog ways. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that's that. cool. They're going to slice me hot dog ways? Uh, A little Toby hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow a Tobin Uh, hot dog would be less nutritional than an actual hot dog. (laughs) It's colder on the inside. The shit inside of you is worse. (laughs) The shit inside of you is worse than what they put in actual hot dogs. (laughs) Put me in the microwave. Disrespect me. Let don't me even spin. put me on the gr- don't even put me on the fucking grill. Let me spin in that hot room. <laughs> Poke me with a fork and stick me in a microwave. I don't deserve the grill. So uh, locals reported that the Green Berets stayed in the woods for at least a week, and one of the men told a park ranger in passing, "We took care of what snatched Dennis." What? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? They said that. Yeah. We took care of what snatched Dennis. Mr. Wilson. <laughs> they popped Mr. Wilson real fast. Like, now, oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. So I had to do a deep dive into this one where I found a personal posting about, about it uh, because, well, like they said, the stories reported in papers are different from what I've heard from locals. And so mm. they're kind of saying that. You know, national the government news, could change it. Yeah, like, like no, no legitimate news source can be trusted on this. Like it's all based on what locals have been saying. And it was like the what early uh, late sixties, early seventies, right? Yeah. So it's like it's not like now where information could just leak out because somebody has a phone or like 
you know, it's probably just like there was one guy who was like, hey, I, I got a story. And they're like, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. So they neuralized him. Yeah. So the information that this guy gathered from uh, locals is pretty wild. Um, so insights from locals include that the military had knowledge of feral wild men in the Great Smoky Mountains. And this is why they got involved. With the Martin case. Hmm. Wildman. Yep. Okay. So while the Green Berets were in those woods, they uh, supposedly killed over 30 feral wild men, including the one that snatched Dennis Martin. Holy shit. The military did find the bones and clothes that belonged to Dennis, but it was (gasps) decided not to inform the family as they could not handle it. Yeah. Oh my God. If this is like, I I know like this kind of falls into like conspiracy or like oh, whatever yeah. you want to say. But like, if any of that's true, even in the slightest, that's like insanity. Yeah. Because like, I played Red Dead Redemption 2 and there's like this. <laughs> we this know. Group, <laughs> there's this group called the Murphy Broods and they're like wild men in the woods and stuff like that. And I was like, they existed. Those people did exist. Oh, yeah. And if there's like a, a national forest where you have thousands and thousands of acres of like dense forest and probably places that people don't go like they could exist which is crazy to think about and then also crazy to think about that like there's 30 of them and that is like the movie wrong turn yeah like i oh my god that is terrifying absolutely crazy so uh the wild man had eaten dennis and this was kept from the family and media for years uh Although I can't find too many stories of people who had gone missing. Uh, Many believe this has to do with the whole group being picked off or it being silenced. Mm. So, uh, but these are a few I found. Uh, Trenny Lynn Gibson reported missing October 8th, 1976. Uh, So, you know, seven years after this, after Dennis, uh, Mm. while on a field trip with uh, Bairden High School the 16-year-old and her classmates were hiking near Andrews Bald and Klingman's Dome. No one on the trip. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Andrews Bald and Klingman's Dome? Yeah, I said it. A- Andrew and Klingman have uh, some have, explaining. Have, they got some Jeff Bezos head going on. So uh, no one on the trip remembered seeing her after 3 p.m. that day. Uh, oh, my God. Thelma Pauline Melton. Reported missing September 25th, 1981. Melden, 58, of uh, Jacksonville, Florida, was hiking near Deep Creek Deep Creek Campground with two friends when she went out ahead of them and disappeared. Melden was familiar with the trail, having hiked it many times before. Mm. The, the and what, thing I'm... What's crazy, though, is, like, these people I'm talking about, like... They were never seen, and nothing was ever found about them. Hmm. I'm. I, I've. I've been messing playing with this idea that like. You said that there aren't that many cases of people disappearing in those woods, or and like you said, it could have been covered up. It could have been not reported on. They could have just, you know, people have not found them. Lone hiker out there gets snatched yeah. up or something like that, and they go, they disappeared. We don't know where they went. Maybe in the woods, but. You know, but my other thing is, you know, there's like 30 guys and stuff like that. 
I don't know what the hunting situation is, but do you think that they mainly, you know, lived off of animals and then they snatched a person when the opportunity came because they didn't see humans as very different than like, you know, the animals, the game that they hunted. So they're yeah. just like, they didn't, they, they weren't like cannibals by choice, but they were like, I think it's, every it's cannibal me. is a cannibal by choice. Well, yeah, but like they could have been like so warped in the mind that they were like, we don't even think that we're them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they probably knew that they are men or child, children or women or something like that. But there's there's like meets meet and survival survival. So like grab them if you see them, but we'll just go at like what's around us. And maybe yeah. they became wary of people because people fought back or yeah. you know what I mean? So I yeah. Don't know. And you also brought up a good point that's like, how many people have gone in there and never came out that were solo hikers that, you know, people didn't know that they were there in the first place. We talk about the sixties as being like the sixties and seventies of being like a, a breeding ground for serial killers. Like if they, it, there's probably so many serial killers that got away with murdering people. There's still like so many missing people from that era, you know, yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's chances are that people would just were killed in there and never found or never reported or, yep whatever i don't know yeah so next one is uh christopher lee cessna uh family members reported cessna 45 of gary north carolina or Cary, sorry north carolina missing april 27th 2011 park officials later discovered his 2009 audi at the newfound gap parking area Relatives reported Cessna had been depressed and he might have been suicidal and that a gun he owned could not be found. So that one's mm. maybe iffy, but yeah, you never know. Uh, Very similar to like what goes down in that suicide force in Japan sometimes, yeah. you know, but yeah, doesn't mean I wasn't, there wasn't foul play. We don't know, but I don't know. That's, I don't be disrespectful. Either, oh, of course. You know? Yeah. You know, we like to have our fun in games here, but, you know, we don't ever really mean to be disrespectful. Um, so, Sometimes. yeah. The next one. Uh, oh, the queen? Creatures. The queen? We're, dis- <laughs> We're disrespectful to people who deserve disrespect. <laughs> God damn it. So the last one I have here is uh, Derek Luking uh, reported missing after he didn't show up for work March 15th, 2012. Dude, uh, that's the day the pandemic started. What? Not not 2012, <laughs> March 15th. So Lou King, 27, or 24, of Louisville, Tennessee, uh, he was known to be a fan of survivalist star Bear Grylls. Rangers found <gasps> his vehicle in Newfound Gap parking lot um, with a handwritten note on the dash asking no one to come looking for him. Oh, my God. Which is interesting because that could be so many different things where it's like, Maybe he was planning on an extended, like, outdoor adventure kind of thing and then got snatched up. Or maybe he just died from exposure. Or maybe so, these uh, wild men learned how to write and left the note. I was going to say, David, I'm about to crack open this whole case. We know that the wild men need a leader, correct? Yeah. Whose handwriting was in that note? Because if there's one thing I know that no man is more insatiable for man flesh than a man named Bear. And I think the leader of the wild men is someone who would be willing to drink their own pee-pee on camera. Drink their own mother? Get, 
What? Drink their own mother? No, 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 not that pee. That pee pee's in heaven. But I mean the yellow gold that comes from the minch vessel. And I, I don't know. I just think minerals. <laughs> I think uh, Bear Grylls. He is a survivalist. He is a wild man. No, yep. he is a friend of this man who went missing, and his name is Bear. Yeah. So there you, go. you guys put the pieces together. I'm just laying it all out for you. So although taken with a grain of salt, if all this did happen and the Green Berets uh, wiped out 30 or so of these feral wild men, reports are still being made about them today, but sometimes quickly silenced. So take this as a warning. Do not take your family into the Great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. Oh, great. Now tourism's down. You just put 20 20 hungry feral men. (laughs) <laughs> roadside jam jam sales uh, stands out of business. Is that where they make all the jam in the Smoky Mountains? That's it's, where they probably make beef jerk. That's human human jam. Don't eat the beef jerky on the side of the road. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, okay, that's it. Yeah, that's all I wanted to it. say. But whoa, I My mean, my jerk's that's, got uh, a nipple. <laughs> oh my god! But that's it is habanero. <laughs> so uh but yeah that that is crazy to think about that there could be people living in the woods like that i don't know why the government would feel responsible for this or even try to cover it up there's like yeah there's some there's some like guys who never were like on the grid in the first place so like they're living in the woods it's not like the government's responsible for them unless like might they be. did some like fucked up experiments on people you know like some mk ultra and then they're like what do we do with all these guys i mean most likely you're just going to kill them, but maybe they're just like, throw them in the woods, see what happens, you know? <laughs> Put them in that national park people love. <laughs> you know that park where all the children play? <laughs> Go <put them. laughs> you know that park where the kids hide in bushes all the time? Yeah, put them there. Oh, boss, I think I fucked up. I've been feeding them human meat for about two weeks now. Are you sure we should release them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go put them in, uh, what's that park that people are, Grand Central Park. Put them in that park. And add some more coverage, more bushes. <laughs> Lots more bushes. But, oh my God, yeah, that's terrifying. Uh, just be wary in any woods you go to, whether it be a man or a creature or a man creature like Bear grills, And, uh, just, you know, you don't mess with nature and you don't mess. Well, I guess the sea is nature, right? Yeah. Just be wary of the of your surroundings because we are still animals. And although we think we're top of the food chain, sometimes we're not. Yeah. Or sometimes we are if we're wild men, I guess. No, I think a lion would still fuck up a few of these feral dudes. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Fair. But if they get that lion... I mean, oh, if, if, if whoever wins 1v1 on Rust, like, that's that's just the... That's, send him to the gulag. That's the apex right there, baby. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I think that's all the stories we have for you guys today. We hope you enjoyed them because we really enjoyed telling oh, you them. Yeah, we did. Oh, we really did. And uh, if you guys want any, form- any more information, you go to Camp Strange Podcast at Instagram. Click the link in bio. We got all the stuff there. If you want some merch, you can buy some merch there. If you guys want to rate, review, subscribe, do it on Apple Podcast, Or if you can on any other platforms, do it there too. We just like to be appreciated. I just want to be appreciated. You ever seen that lady? Anyway, so 
um, anything if you guys want to send us anything uh, via email send it to campstrangepodcast at gmail.com and we will respond I have to I'm kind of backed up on some of those so I gotta respond to some I don't even know and, how to check the email so that's all on you buddy what's email email you just throw your letters as far as you can into the ocean <laughs> yeet mail you come back anyway. from whence you came <laughs> so he thinks letter he thinks paper comes from the water <laughs> that paper water he writes all of his script on seaweed <laughs> pours ale into the water so um, and then I yeah eat it and I flush it <laughs> so so uh, I think that's it for us this week um, David do you have anything else to say before we head out uh, the rock and Samuel Jackson jump off the roof. Oh no! You ruined the I first ruined fifteen it. minutes of the movie. The is that even a spoiler? Minute. The best part of the movie. It is the best, but also when he screams Christina, that's great. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and uh, don't forget to stay strange. <laughs>